Okay, I'm back. Week 9 has concluded. Great week. Um, Some wins. I got my top 10 list ready for you guys at the end of every week like I always do. And the start of a new week, week 10. Um, College basketball starts tonight. We got the State Farm Champions Classic with number 1 Michigan State. And number two, number number two, Kentucky. They play in a later matchup. In the first game of the doubleheader, we got number three, Kansas, and number four, Duke. Um, that should be a goodie. And the college football four playoff selection. This is the first official inaugural college football playoff selection show so far this year. It always starts on November. So we got a good one. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna break down my four teams, top ten teams, um, what I got right, what I got wrong, and yeah, that's what we have set for today. So buckle up, let's go. Okay, so I'm back. Um, week 10. We're going into week 10. Uh, a lot is going on. Um, multiple teams are fighting for one playoff spot. It's going to be like that for the next six weeks, five to six weeks. Um, playoff spots are not going to be wrapped up until the last week of the last week of the season, until the regular season. And I wanted to come in here on Monday, but I decided... Not to, because I, I usually come on Tuesdays, but I want to come up here Monday because of the of the defeat of the Patriots and, you know, Baltimore and Lamar Jackson having a great showing. I'm going to get to them. But first, the Cowboys played on Monday Night Football against the New York Giants. Uh, Cowboys came out slow and rugged. I will tell you about my, I have a take on how they came out and how I think that might affect them. I'm going to give you that take Next, but I want to talk about the Cowboys and the expectations for them. I know the Cowboys are America's team. They, they, they've been America's team for years. Either love them or hate them. I don't understand why. Like, the Cowboys, they're 5-3, and three, ladies and gentlemen. They, uh, they, they are first in the division in the NFC East. I hear, I heard a lot of just to just out throughout the media today. Oh, what's going on, with the Cowboys? They got to a slow start. Yeah, they did, and they won thirty-seven eighteen against the team they were supposed to beat. How about we pump the brakes, everybody? Please pump the brakes. I know that Cowboys supposed to be this, Cowboys supposed to be that, but. Can we pump the brakes? I think this is a when when healthy and when clicking, I think this is easily a Super Bowl contender. This is easily a Super Bowl contender. But I think we 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 put too much on the Cowboys. We put too much on the Cowboys. I know the fan I know the fans don't the Cowboy fans and their fandom, it doesn't help, but they're fans. They're fanatic. Fans is short for fanatics. 
So they are fanatics about their team, which is the Cowboys. The media has to slow down and calm down. I'm here all Dak this. All Dak didn't do this. Dak, after the first interception, threw three touchdown passes. Looked pretty comfortable most of the night. Like, we need to slow down. Let's let's stop. Stop what we're doing. Dak, as the quarterback, as the Cowboys quarterback, starting quarterback from 2016, Dak is 37 and 19. Guess who's won more games than him in that time, in that span? Only Tom Brady has won more games than Dak Prescott in that time span. So can we slow down? Can we slow down on the Dak? Their defense, even without Vanderish, still look pretty good. Still look pretty good. Still look if if the defense doesn't get those stops in the red zone, if they don't get those stops in the red zone like they did, that lead could have been instead of three zero, could have been seven zero. Instead of three nine, it could have been or three to twelve, it could have been three to twenty one. The defense came to play. They played ver- they the defense played really good and was really effective. Once it once they were bending and the Giants would get in the red zone, the Cowboys defense manned up. They only allowed them the three. The Giants got in the red zone four times. They only came up with one touchdown. So can we slow down? I said it last week on my top 10 when I was breaking down the Cowboys. From 1 to 22, from 1 to 22, and there's a lot of good teams in this league. Um, there's a lot of teams. There, there's, there's some teams that I love. There's some teams that I like. And then there's some teams like the Dolphins and the Jets and the Falcons. They're just losing on purpose and they're tanking. But it's a lot of good teams in the league. But when I was breaking down my top 10, with the Cowboys when I had when I had them in my top ten last week, I made the argument. I said, from one to twenty-two, meaning their starters, when healthy, who 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 has a better who has a better set who has a better set of starters on their offense? I have three All-Pro type linemen. On their on their offensive line, I have three All Pros. When they're healthy, three All Pros. And with the and that O line is combined six first team All Pros and fifteen All and fifteen Pro Bowls. With a, combined in that line, I don't think a lot of I don't think a lot of these offensive lines can say that. I don't think a lot of these offensive lines can say that the Saints have a pretty good O line, but. They don't have like name name one of the stink name one of the Saints offensive linemen. I can give you the entire Cowboys offensive line because they're so good and dominant. Lyle Collins, Connor Williams, uh, Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, Travis Frederick. You can't name the entire Saints offensive line. You can't you can't name nobody else's uh, entire offensive line in the NFL. So let's start right there. They got one of the best old lines in football, and they have them locked up until 2023. They have a superstar running back, probably the best back in the league, in Zeke. Check. Dak is not great. Dak is not Patrick Mahomes. Dak is not Russell Wilson. 
But is Dak better than Jameis Winston? Yeah. He's not. Dak is not Blake Bortles. I mean, you, you, you if I mean if you're one of those Dak haters, if you're one of those guy, and I've been I've been I've been skeptical of Dak. I've been criti- I've, I I have been I, I I've critiqued Dak in some ways, but you gotta admit it. The guy has gotten better from last year to this year, from year one to this year. He's gotten better. I mean, he does. He has so much. Like as far as pre-play, pre-play adjustments at the line. He, you gotta hear him. He makes a lot of audibles. He, he, he makes a lot of audibles. He can, he can read defenses. He doesn't just look for the first read and then he's not a one-read guy. I.e. Baker Mayfield. He's not a one-read guy. He's a guy that can go through multiple reads and progressions and make the right decision. So is Dak Matt? Is Dak? Um, is he? Is he Deshaun Watson? Is he is he Russell Wilson? Is he Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers? No, he's not that. But he is a solid quarterback that doesn't lose you games. Dak does not lose you games. Dak does not lose you games. He's gonna keep you in the game. He's gonna keep you in the game. He doesn't. He just doesn't throw picks like Matthew Stafford, Jay Cutler. He can't not. He. It's not like he can't throw touchdown passes. Mitch Dubitsky, he will keep you in the game. Dak is a B-plus quarterback. Dak is a B quarterback. Dak is a B. He's a B. I get an elite receiver on the outside and Amari Cooper. He, 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 he's a great route runner. And then I get a young, nice Michael Gallup with Randall Cobb in the slot. Who's been shaky this year, but... I get I get that on my offense, and then I have Jason Witten, who brings so much leadership. Name a, I'm just saying, name a better one to twenty two. And then in their defense, their defense, even even without Banderish last night, they played they played pretty good. The defense played pretty good. Forced three turnovers. What two interceptions? Well, no, no, four turnovers. It was three. One interceptions, two fumbles. I mean, the D line when they're when their D line is aggressive and not playing, and they they can get to the quarterback with the added addition of Michael Bennett. Uh, Robert Quinn has came along really well. He missed the first what four games, but he's come along really well. Demarcus Lawrence has he he's decided now on the turn into Demarcus Lawrence that we have seen the last two, three years. He has gone back to his old self. They have they have Woods that's contained in the middle as that big guy at D-tackle. Then their linebacking core, they have a nice young linebacking core. And Sean Lee, he came in. He, I mean, Sean Lee's been... I've been skeptical of Sean Lee as well, but Sean Lee's came in really well. And... He's he filled in really well for Vanderish last night. He's not as explosive Vanderish. He's not as quick, but he did a great job last night. And then their secondary with a lockdown corner and Byron Jones, lockdown corner and Byron Jones, Xavier Woods is a nice young safety. He uh don't love him. Nah, he's okay. Defenses tend to pick on him though, cause he's a you know. 
weakest link. But name a better one through twenty two. I wait. I I will wait. Name a better one through one through twenty two. And you know, I know they have one lousy loss where it's like, how, how do you lose to the Jets? But teams like the Rams have bad losses. The Packers had a bad loss. The Vikings struggle and had a bad loss. And these are teams that I like as well. <laughs> Baltimore had a bad loss. These are teams that I like. These are teams that I like, but every team has that one bad loss. So don't don't get on me about the Cowboys losing the Jets. Yeah, it's a bad loss. We get it. We get it. It's a bad loss, but we get it. Better, we just got to slow down on, on the Cowboys. Now, my second take on the Cowboys is off a of bye week, your, your team comes out flat. This is a Jason Garrett thing. I know Jason Gurry is a nice guy. I know Jason Gurry. He, he, he wins a lot of regular season games. Jason Gurry wins a lot of division games. He wins a lot of division titles. I get it. I get it. But Jason Gurry is 5-5 five and five coming off of buys. You give him a buy, you give Belichick a buy, he wins those. You give Andy Reid a buy, he wins those. You give John Harbaugh a bye, he wins though. John Harbaugh, John Harbaugh does not lose off a bye. John Harbaugh was coming off a bye last week, and he prepared well for the Patriots, and he beat the Patriots. That is what I'm talking about. And that game, if it wasn't for the turnovers early, that game was it should have been like 45-7. But I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a hold my take on that. But uh, Jason Garrett, that is the thing that worries me about these Cowboys. Consistency and Jason Garrett. But consistency could be, it, it could be based upon Jason Garrett as well. These are Jason Garrett problems. These are Jason Garrett problems. And, I, you know, I hate to fire coaches. Like, I don't like, like Baker in the Browns. They're probably going to fire Freddie Kitchens. That's Baker's third coach in a in a year and a half. That's going to be a third coach in a year and a half. Jets. They have their situation with Adam Gase. Sam Donald. He's going to be in his third coach. You need stability. But this Jason Garrett thing. He's been in. A, he had this job. This position for 10 years now. And he's had. He's had a plethora. Of talent. He's had a plethora of talent. Surrounded of with him, and he is yet to get the job done. And I, hate but if he cannot lead this team to an NFC Championship, he is he's he's gotta go because this is a Super Bowl roster. This is a Super Bowl roster, and he is five and five coming off. He's five and five coming off of buys. Buys are supposed to get get your guys healthy. Plan schematically for your next opponent. And Jason Gerd does not do a good job at that. Jason Gerd does not do a good job at that. And that's what worries me about the Cowboys going into the postseason. Because unlike Jason Gerd, those guys that I named, Sean McVay, Sean Payton, Pete Curl, those guys, they... they, they they know how to prepare 
for a bye week. They know how to prepare for a bye week. Andy Reid, John Harbaugh. They know how to prepare for a bye week. Jason Garrett don't. Jason Garrett don't. Jason Garrett, you know how, this is Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett is that kid, you know that student, that's not a good test taker. But in order, you know, them not, them knowing that student, them knowing that they're not good test take, takers, they study twice as long. They study t- twice as long. And they still get like a C on the exam. That's what Jason Garrett is. Jason Garrett gets two weeks to prepare, two weeks to break down film, two weeks to get his team prepared and ready for the, the, for the, the next opponent, and he can't get it done. He cannot get it done. He cannot get it done. And that's like that's equi- and that's equ- that's equivalent to the kid that studies twice as long for an exam and still gets like a C. That is that 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 is what Jason Garrett is. That is what Jason Garrett is. Has has a plethora of talent. Has has a lot of talent. Super Bowl roster. Has two weeks to prepare, and your team come out flat. Luckily, they turned it around because that could have been one of the games where. We look at it and say, oh, the Cowboys really lost that one, and they could have used that one, and that should have been they won. But they came out flat. Cowboys came out flat. They turned, luckily, they turned it up. Defense really helped them in the red zone stops. But their defense, hey, hey but Jason Gerd, he got to get better, and I don't know if he's, you can't, can't just turn light switch on and off. You can't. Sorry. But that, that's, that's what I have with the Cowboys. That's what I have the Cowboys. Now, I want to talk about Sunday's night game. Sunday's night game, New England going to Baltimore. Baltimore won 37-20. That score really, without without New England's forced turnovers that New England got, uh, that game could have easily been like 45-14, 45-7. It could have easily went down like that. New England lost. They take their first official L of the season. Uh, when I was breaking down my top 10, I had told you guys, New England doesn't, they don't have that big playability. They don't have a guy that can go over the top. Muhammad Sanu just looks like a bigger version of Julia Elliman. Not really that quick. Big target. Good possessional guy, but it's not going to beat you over the top. He he's just not he's just not explosive enough. He's not gonna beat you over the top. And then that's what I've been saying. And the offense have looked lackluster. And the defense the defense is it, it, the the defense the defensive stats have been better than the actual defense. I love New England's defense, but they played against some crappy quarterbacks. It's, they played against some crappy quarterbacks, young quarterbacks, quarterbacks that have limitations, quarterbacks that, where their coaches, teams, offensive system really doesn't allow them to do much, so they're limited. That's what the Patriots have been facing basically the first eight weeks, eight, nine weeks. They run into Lamar Jackson, Baltimore. I think that Sunday's win, Sunday night win, told me more about 
Baltimore. Baltimore. So, it told me more about... It told me more about Baltimore. It told me more about Baltimore and what they're about. Baltimore has an identity. How many teams can say that they have an identity? And first, Baltimore is good at it. Baltimore identity is... We're going to run the ball, we're going to run the ball well, and we're going to score a lot of points. And we're going to do it really effective. And we're going to take a lot of time off the clock. Baltimore leads the league in total rush offense. Baltimore leads the league in time possession. Baltimore, they know who they are. Everybody, it's, See, it's a copycat league. Everybody try to copy, you know, you, know, you win the Super Bowl, everybody try to copy that formula. Baltimore is doing it their own way. And I have to give props to John Harbaugh. Before they inserted Lamar Jackson in the draft last year, before they inserted Lamar Jackson in the draft last year, they, 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 were, they, they were a dumpster fire. But John Harbaugh said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to insert the young kid. We're going to build around the young kid. We're going to give you some offensive line help. We're going to give you some tight ends. And then we're going to have a big play. We, got, we, we need to have a big play threat. Marquise, you know, Marquise Hollywood Brown. We're going to give you a big play threat. The Baltimore Ravens know who they are. How many teams know who they are? I, I, I favor teams and I like teams that know who they are. They know what it takes to win. I think the Ravens are very similar to the Cowboys. B, 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 B quarterbacks got some limitations and things they need to work on. B quarterbacks, nice run game, good offensive line, good defense, good weapons. The Baltimore Ravens just have a better coach. They have a better coach. So they're, 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 a, lot, they're a little bit better than the Cowboys. But the Cowboys and the Ravens are very similar. And that's why I have them together in this segment. Because they're very similar. But what sets the Ravens apart is the coaching aspect. John Harbaugh is a great coach. And I think it's made, you know, most would say Jim, the brother, Jim Harbaugh is a little bit better than John. Because Jim's success and the flashiness and he's more outspoken. Um, and John Harbaugh, the, the, the other brother, he's, young, he's more quiet, kept to himself, not as outspoken as Jim. John might be better. John John Harbaugh wins ten. He wins. He keeps Baltimore relevant. He wins ten. He wins nine to ten, eleven games on a yearly basis. Keeps them in the playoffs. Has one. He he has won a Super Bowl. So he's a Super Bowl winning coach. Baltimore know who they are, and Lamar Jackson's development has impressed me very well. Because, like I said, coming into the season, I didn't have Baltimore being. I didn't. I due to injuries. Um, I had then I changed my mind, but before injuries, I had Pittsburgh still winning this division. But even if Pittsburgh was healthy, I still don't think Pittsburgh would be as good as Baltimore. Baltimore, Baltimore. Um, I'm so impressed with Lamar Jackson's development as a quarterback. I am, I am so impressed, and. I'm glad that the development has happened, but look at it. Look at the quarterbacks in this draft class in the first round. Baker Mayfield, Sam Donald, Josh Allen, 
Lamar Jackson. You know what separates them? I like the I like the Bills coaching staff, but it's not he's not John Harbaugh. Um, it's not the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens have had a stability. They have had good stability in their front office. They have a competent front office. I don't like the Browns front office. Don't like it. John Dorsey. He he's probably a cool dude, but he's not smart. You trade away your best pat. You you trade away your best offensive lineman pass blocking. You put you put you pass you traded away your best pass blocking offensive lineman for Olivier Vernon, who's had who has done absolutely nothing, and you have a young quarterback. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. The Jets. I don't know what what direction they're going. I, they signed they signed Le'Veon Bell to a long term contract. They're trying to trade him now. They 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 have Jamal Adams, the best safety in football. They're trying to trade him. I don't know where they're going. And both of these quarterbacks, Sam Donald and Baker Mayfield, might be on their third coach. Lamar Jackson. He has John Harbaugh. Front office stability. Front office is competent. I'm telling you, it's all about matches and fits in this league. You gotta find the right match. You gotta find the right fit. It's all about matches and fit in this league. Lamar Jackson has the perfect fit and match. They said front office. John Harbaugh said, "Hey, we got we we know our quarterback's talents. He's very athletic. He's athletically blessed. We're gonna build around that." We're gonna bet. We're gonna make you. We're gonna turn you into a better thrower, but we're gonna use your talents and what you're good at right now. And they have built upon that, and now they're taking off. So uh, that that's my take on these big games that happen this weekend. I'm so impressed with Lamar Jackson. And I'm so impressed with the Ravens, and you'll see how impressed I am with my top ten. Um, so I have my co- I have my college football top four and my NFL top ten. I'm gonna give you my NFL top ten first, and then I will transition to college football on the next segment. See you guys. Okay, so back with my top 10. I'm going to give you my top 10 first, NFL top 10, then my college football four. I'm going to first read out my week nine record. I uh, went 10 and five this weekend. Kind of disappointed because I felt like I could have done better. Uh, some teams lost, like the Colts, Adam Vettori. Come on, dude. You got to make the field goal. Um, my overall record is 92 and 41 and one. So, I'm doing good at that. I'm picking my games correct. I'm telling you, you better get why the getting's good because I, I, I'm picking I'm picking these games. I'm really good at this. Uh, I might become a... No, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to become a professional gambler. But, I'm really good at picking these games. Keep listening. Um, so, let's start with Isaiah's top, nine, top 10 week 9 teams so far. Let's go. Okay, so 
Panthers. I've been saying all this time. I like elements to the Panthers. Cal Allen doesn't try to win games. Doesn't lose your games either. Defense is really good. Christian McCaffrey is really good. I like him. He's, you know, he's not getting so much. First few weeks, he was getting a lot of talk with the MVP conversation, but he's not getting it so much because now the quarterbacks have come out to play, but I still have him in the candidacy. Um, the, the, the Panthers have a big decision to make with trying to keep Cam Newton or not. They can save approximately $19.1 million if they cut him or trade him this offseason. That is a big decision that Carolina has to make, but I have them at 10. This Seahawks team, it's good, but it's only good because they have Russell Wilson. Let's just put it like that. Russell Wilson, Pete Curl, that is an A, that is an a coach and quarterback tandem. That is an A coach and quarterback tandem. That's why they're good. Their defense is, their secondary is lousy. Their defense is ranked 26th, 25th. Um, it, it's not it's iffy. They got some nice explosive weapons on the edge, though, to help Russell Wilson. He's not doing all by himself, but he puts on a magic show every weekend. Um, and at no point against Tampa Bay did I... At no point against Tampa Bay did I wonder, even when they were down 14, that I that I wondered if uh, Russell Wilson get a job done. Of course, Russell Wilson gonna get the job done. He's a magician. He's Russell Wilson. He's a top five quarterback in his league. 22 to one touchdown and interception ratio. It's great. It's a great performance that he's putting on. And I like the Texans roster a little bit more. Um, you can really flip flop these two. With the Texans, uh, don't like the secondary. The secondary is awful, but Deshaun Watson factor—he's really good. He has put himself in the MVP race as well. Um, I, I just like this team offensively; they're really good. But, but defensively, they scare me, and I really, truly don't know how many playoff games they can win. But. Since since of since last year when they lost when they lost their first three games, the 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 Texans have been eighteen and seventeen seventeen and five. Since starting off zero and three, the Texans have gone seventeen and five. And Deshaun Watson is a proven winner. They had a lousy performance on Sunday. Them out. Run the ball down their throat. Be physical with them. The that might be a problem. That might be a problem. Because the 49ers can run the football. The Saints can run the football. The Cowboys can run the football. That is, that, that's going to be a lingering issue for the Packers. That's going to be a lingering issue for the Packers. Their defense have gotten worse as the season progressed. I still like it. But they're getting soft. They're getting soft. And teams, they realize that. Pound the ball on them. The Eagles pounded the ball on them. In Lambeau. The, the Packers, I mean the Chargers, pounded the ball on them on Sunday. And that was like that was like playing at Lambeau. It was 80% Packers fans. 
It was eighty percent. It was eighty percent Packers fans at that game. So teams have figured it out. Pound the football on the Packers, but I still had them at seven. At six, the Chiefs. Offensive mastermind. Fifth. I mean, um, awesome offensive mastermind. Andy Reid. He's really good. I mean, he has Matt Moore looking like a starting quarterback. Matt Moore was coaching high school football last year. <laughs> Give me a break. I mean, Matt Moore was at a he was at a local high school coaching football. Now he's throwing touchdown passes and beating winning teams. Kansas City, they're hot right now. They're still first in the division. They had a tough schedule. They had that they, they, they played Green Bay, Minnesota, Detroit, uh, um, Baltimore. They have had a tough schedule with a tough with, with a lot of lingering injuries. And the most important injury of them all, Patrick Mahomes, he's set to come back in the next week or so, I guess. They, they're hot. They're hot. And they're going to continue to be hot. I like the Raiders, but Kansas City is going to win this division. Kansas City at six. Cowboys at five. I have them at five. I have the Cowboys at five. I, I mean, you can get mad at me all you want. You can get glad. You can get mad. I don't care what you do. I have these Cowboys at five. The only thing about them is consistency. They lack consistency. They do. I'm not going to lie to you. They do lack consistency. But some of that's on coaching. Some of that is based upon the coach, Jason Gerd. They came out flat last week. I mean, this week. Jason Gerd. I mean, it's the coach. But, I mean, this team is talented. They're talented. When they are clicking, they are a Super Bowl contender. Cowboys at five. I'm sorry. At four, the Patriots. Um, they have issues. They don't have like you know how the Saints and the and the Rams and the Chiefs and, and, and the you know the 49ers and the Texans. They can give you that one big play. They give you that lucky play that gets them 50 yards. They can get them a a quick score. Everything can't be slow and methodical. Everything can't be a 12-play drive, a 14-play drive. You need a deep threat. And the Patriots don't have that. The Patriots don't have that. And it's way much more easier to prepare for a 42-year-old Tom Brady. At three, the Ravens. I mean, the Ravens, they're good defensively. They can run the football. John Harbaugh is a top coach. He's a top 10 coach in this league. Maybe a top 5. But. They know their identity. Their identity is. We're going to run the ball. We're going to run the ball. And oh did I forget to tell you. That we're going to run the ball. And we're going to do it well. And also. We can control time possession. And our defense is getting better. That's what the Ravens are. That's what the Ravens are. They're really good. Ravens at three. Saints at two. The Saints, great line play. I always started off like that with the Saints. Great line play. Their line play is terrific. I love it. I love it. I love it. They get back. They get back. Jew Breeze, of course. That that's a that's an added element. 
New England, they don't have that deep threat, but they are not offensively limited like New England. With the Saints, Camara, they depend, they heavily depend on Michael Thomas, and then they they might take a shot at Ted again for one quick bomb, but that's it, that's it. But I like the Saints. I like the Saints. Um, at one, the 49ers. Last week or this week, rather, the 49ers on Thursday Night Football. They was like, hey, D-line not controlling the, the game. D-line is not as dominant as they usually or as they usually are. Uh, running game not clicking like it is. Arizona was able to stop the run. Jimmy G said, no problem. The 49ers was like, hey, hey, Jimmy, can you get us over the top this, this week? Jimmy did it. They're showing me multiple ways they can win football games. Kyle Shanahan, great coach. They're showing me multiple layers to this team. I love a team that knows their identity, and I love a team that have multiple and and multiple ways and layered ways to win football games. I love it. I love it. I I, I absolutely love it. 49ers at one. I'll be back with my college football playoff four and my right or wrong. I don't want to hold you guys no. I don't want to hold you guys any longer, but I want to give you guys my college football four um, because the selection show comes on tonight. It comes on tonight. And it's going to be big. Um, the committee the committee is going to show us what, what direction they're leaning towards and how they're picking these teams. Um, and, my, and, and, and in my four, I'm going to probably not have a team in here that I really like. But I think these next two to three weeks, we're really, it's going to really, it's going to, be the, it's going to be the separator, really. It's going to be the separator because we got some, some top, some top ranked matchups coming up this weekend and next weekend and so forth that's really going to sort this bad boy out um now i think last week i gave you guys some scenarios of what you know certain teams like the this the michigan like michigan um ohio oklahoma um oklahoma with them losing with michigan losing multiple games and oklahoma losing one game i i thought i would show you guys i thought i would show you guys just a just a sneak peek of what the what the committee is thinking. You know what I'm saying? What the committee is thinking. Now I'm gonna give you my four right now. At one, I have LSU. LSU, I feel like they're the most complete team, all around team. They can run the ball. They can throw it. They they can finally throw it, and they finally have a 2019 offense. LSU has been really good defensively, and they've been really they've been a good team for the last few years. LSU's always been good; they always have great talent. But, but LSU haven't had the offensive passing game, a passing attack, as the likes of a Clemson or Ohio State or even an Alabama the last the last few years. So that's where I think the separator, the great separator, is today. LSU can throw the football and they can spread you out. They can spread you out. They're always going to play good defense. So LSU at one. 
at two. I have Ohio State. I'm I, I'm I'm I was close to swapping these two, but I have Ohio State at one at, at two. I just love watching Ohio State. I mean, I, I've wa- I watched just about all of their games this year, especially in the Big Ten. I, I've watched just about all of their Big Ten games, especially. I love Ohio State. I love it. I, I like Justin Fields. I see a lot of Russell Wilson and Justin Fields. They have some good receivers. and they, they, I mean, they have some awesome, excellent weapons. And I like what I see. Chase Young. Chase Young is highly regarded. He's probably the best... Um, player in college football, he's in Heisman talks, he's definitely the best defensive player in college football, love watching him play, they're dominant on the front line, Ohio State, you know, a lot of offensive, a lot of Pro Bowl and all pro offensive linemen in NFL come from Big Ten schools, and Chase Young is dominating, he's dominating, so I love me some Chase Young. At three, I have I have Alabama. Alabama, you know, it's Alabama. They haven't lost. They look really dominant, of course, every year, like always. But I feel like they got some stiff competition on their hand. They have some stiff competition on their hand coming up this weekend in Tuscaloosa. It's going to be the game of the week, 3.30 on CBS. Not wait, LSU in Alabama. I cannot, I cannot wait for that. Oh my God, what's that, a helicopter? Helicopter going, I'm trying to speak loud and the helicopter is just going, passing. Godly, helicopter. Is the helicopter gone yet? Oh my God. Oh my God, what, what, okay. Like I was saying, it looked really dominant. Nick Saban, Nick Saban team. This helicopter, I wish it go by. This Alabama team, it looks really good, like always, like every year. Alabama at three, non-negotiable. At four, I have Clemson. At four, I have Clemson. Clemson, ACC, they're the defending champs. They've had some close games. Their strength of schedule hasn't been that strong. I think the best team, the only ranked team that they have won and played and beaten, um is Texas A&M, and we don't really know how good Texas A&M is. Um, you know, if you're if you're a listener, hey, hit, hit, hit me up if you think Texas, if you know how good Texas A&M, because I don't know how good they are. One week they look good, one week they look bad. So Clemson, strength of schedule, uh, ACC, uh, the SEC in the, in the Big Ten is way better, way better than the ACC. The ACC, they're beating up on each other. Only team that's not beat that's not getting beat beat on is Clemson. So Clemson, they'll probably finish the season out undefeated, and they'll win the ACC tournament, which will give them, like I said last week, an automatic buy-in, and they're the defending champs. But they they they, they, they the ACC is horrible. It's horrible. And now at five, very interesting, Penn State. Now, the reason why I mentioned Penn State and the reason why I mentioned two to three weeks where it all balances itself out because Penn State has to go to Minnesota, a ranked Minnesota team, a pretty good Minnesota team that I'm just now hearing about. Just now hearing about Minnesota and how good they are the last two weeks, honestly. Sorry. 
I'm just hearing about how good Minnesota is. So, Minnesota's rank, Penn State's rank. Uh, a lot of people are talking to Penn, talking about Penn State in high regard. I've seen them play. I like it. They are ferocious on defense. They, they're nasty on defense. And they are explosive on offense. So, I, 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 they got some explosive weapons on offense. So, I like Penn State. But I have them at five. But... Next few weeks, they're going to run into Ohio State. That will be the determining factor. Um, I think for now on, I think it's appropriate that I do my college football four every week. So, like I do my NFL top ten. So, for now, at the four spots, LSU at one, Ohio State at two, Alabama at three, and Clemson at four. Um, and let's move on to where I was right, where I was wrong. Let's start off with my picks. My picks. My picks, my picks, my picks. Sorry, guys. Hmm. Okay. So my picks. I had the Giant. I had the I have Dallas going to New York, beating the Giants. I got that right. I did that right. I picked that game correctly. Like I said, Dallas came out really flat, surprised me, but they cleaned it up at the end. Houston and Jacksonville went to London, played a nine thirty game as I expected. Houston will, you know, handle Jacksonville, and now Gardner Minshew is down back on the bench as as um, Nick Foles is back healthy. Indianapolis at Pittsburgh, where I was wrong, I pick Indianapolis. Pittsburgh really came out well and played, despite not having James Conner. Got to do better, um, Indianapolis. Adam Veritari, that is the second game that you have caused due to your lack of kicking. Uh, the Jets at Miami. Well, I got that wrong. The Jets, they disappointed me. That was a game that I thought they could have won. But the, the way how Miami has been playing the last two, three weeks, that, 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 that's what, that's what it is. That's what it is. They were playing, they've been playing hard the last two, three weeks. And finally, I was like, hey, somebody is going to lose to the Dolphins. And Lord and behold, it's the Jets. So, Got that wrong. Where I was right, Chicago at Philly. Chicago at Philly. I had Chicago losing, and the game was close. Chicago tried to make a comeback. I knew they wasn't going to make it. It's Trubisky. He hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in four, four or five games. He's bad. He's not the answer, and Trubisky is Trubisky. <laughs> uh, Minnesota going to Kansas City. I feel like, and you know, you guys are probably thinking, why why is Minnesota 9 in the top 10? They are 6 and 3. I quite frankly, first of all, I don't give a damn. Second of all, quite frankly, I don't think Minnesota's that Minnesota's that good. I think they're they have a nice roster, of course. I've been saying they have a good roster, but they're fools gold. Minnesota's fools gold. They're fools gold. They like Matt Moore um and a high school coach Beat them, tear the tear their defense in shreds, and I'm supposed to no, no. I'm kind of yeah. I'm kind of glad I got that right. Kansas City won. 
where I was right as well. Washington going to Buffalo and losing. Uh, they tried to put up a good fight, but Buffalo's defense is too good, and Washington's offense is too lackluster. Tennessee going to Carolina. I had Carolina bouncing back as I was, you know, I was right on that. I had Carolina bouncing back from a tough loss against the 49ers. Uh, they got embarrassed. So Tennessee coming to town with Ryan Tannehill. What did you expect? Where I was also right, Tampa Bay at Seattle. Tampa, Tampa Bay put up a good fight. Tampa Bay is not as bad as you think. Tampa Bay is not as bad as you think. And Tampa Bay is really good. But Seattle handled them pretty well. They got some nice, Tampa Bay has nice talent on offense and defense. Nice talent spread it out, but this can't be the pieces together. So I got that right. Um, also, I got correct. Detroit going to Oakland. I knew Oakland hasn't played a Oak had they haven't played a home game since what week one, week one, week two. Fans are excited. Oakland's much better than what I thought and anticipated. But I like the I like where Oakland is going. I like where they're going. They're interesting. They they're really interesting to me. I'm sorry. They're really interesting to me. Hate it or like it, but um, I I, I like it. I, I I got that right. Oakland won. Cleveland going to Denver. This is probably my most upsetting. This is probably this is probably the game that upset me the most. I uh, got this wrong. Cleveland going to Denver and winning. That was a that was absolute. That was that was a folly. Uh, they they didn't they didn't do it. They didn't do it. Sadly, they didn't do it. Um, Cleveland, 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 Cleveland. They have problems on their hand. I don't know if they're gonna go nine and seven. I had them going nine and seven this year. I I, I highly doubt that happens. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on with Cleveland. Green Bay going to the Chargers. Also another game where I got wrong. Um, pretty disappointed. I thought Green Bay was heading in the right direction, but it seems like teams have really figured them out. Um, like I said and explained it in my top ten, teams really figured it out. Run the football on them. Play smash mouth football. Get physical with them. They don't want to hit. So, Chargers won that. I got that wrong. New England going to Baltimore. I thought, I, I knew how good Baltimore was. I knew the weaknesses of New England. With Belichick, what Coach Belichick does, he takes away what you do best. That is run the ball, which Baltimore does best. Baltimore ran the ball, and they did it pretty well. Belichick didn't take that away, and that cost them the game. So, and Brady in the offense, lackluster and limited. But I already knew that about the Patriots. I learned a lot more about the Ravens and who they are than the Patriots. So that will conclude this podcast episode. Um, I'm glad that you guys keep clicking and listening. Um, It's a complete honor for you guys to keep listening to me. Um, But thank you. Thank you very much. i see you guys later down the week. Um, a lot of a lot of big things going on in the sports world right now. A lot of big things in the sports world. I probably get some NBA talk, um, as you know, as the football season concludes. But I'm just gonna slow down and let this NFL drama play out because I love the storylines and the headlines that I'm getting. I cannot wait to the postseason. But see you guys later. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening, and I'm out.